0: Hi, gang. Welcome back. This is the Spilling the Tea Leaves podcast with Rachel and Michelle. I am your friendly, now short-haired host, Rachel. Uh, You can find me on Instagram at Cottage on Wolf Lane. I'm an animal energy intuitive, uh, really into spirit guides of of any incarnation, but mostly animals. And uh, I like to hang out with uh, Michelle, my spiritual BFF,
1: Hello everybody, I am Michelle. You can find me on Instagram at Remember Love, and you can also find me online at rememberlovehealing.com. It's a new website domain. Remember Love Jewelry still works, but I believe that Remember Love Healing works better to what our goals is. So I am a crystal Reiki master. I like to hang out with Rachel when she's around <laughs> and crystal and energy and all that wonderful stuff. Yeah.
0: Very cool. And today is a bit of a continuation on something that we started discussing last time, which is protecting your energy, setting up cleansing and protective rituals. What are some situations in which you might want to think about the energy you're, you're giving out, you're getting back, how you're ensuring that your spirit and your energy is optimized. That sounds a bit CEO-y for us, but, um, but, but really being mindful of and protective of um, your energy. And there are a lot of different ways to do that. Michelle and I were actually brainstorming before we started recording about just all of the aspects that we could get into on, on this just tiny little topic.
1: Yes, yes. It's a lot.
0: It it's is a lot. A lot. But, but it's important. And I think a lot of us through our day doing our muggle stuff and it's not necessarily that we're not thinking of these things but it's it's just so easy to kind of have an argument with somebody and then keep feeling that way because then you have to pick up the kids and you have to i don't know brush the dog and um thinking about why your energy might be wonky especially for us who are empaths um you know and, and then again how you can Rain it back in, clean it, cleanse it, bless it, um, I think is, again, just th- there's an opportunity for a lot of us to give some intention to that.
1: Yeah. There's um I know everybody, depending on what their path is, has a preferred way. Some people like using crystals, some people like prefer smudging. And within the smudging, what herbs do you use? Some people like using sage, other people like using um, palo santo or holy wood or doing energetic cutting so there is there's a lot of information there's a lot of ways to do that but there is no right or wrong way and when we say we want to make sure that you are protecting your energy we mean we're we're making sure that you're keeping your energy vibing at its highest frequency or at the frequency that best serves you And sometimes, like Rachel mentioned, when you do go out and you meet and you interact with people, for those who are visual and you can imagine your aura, your aura extends around you, sometimes a few feet around you. And when you are around people, sometimes you do tend to muddy that energy, I guess is the best way to describe it. You muddy your energy, especially if the person is not at their best at that moment or they're upset. like Rachel said, you can go into this for maybe three or four episodes, and we'll try not to do that. But especially with empaths, where we are uh, susceptible to, pick, we are more in tune with other people's energy. You're more likely to know or the energy in a room before anybody opens their mouth. Like you can, when you say you can feel the tension, you can cut it with a knife. An empath could probably feel that 10 feet prior to getting to the front door. So empaths, if you can pay particular attention to this episode, have to be very mindful of keeping your space and your boundaries fr- sacred and making sure that you recognize what is your energy what is versus what is it that you picked up. And I know, and Rachel's an empath as well, and I know she, she sometimes picks up a lot of people's energies that are not, her own as do i
0: oof and it's and it's hard and and for those of us who are in marriages partnerships whether that's business romantic especially for those of us who are parents i find it very difficult i think more than any other relationship i've ever had to to protect my energetic boundaries with my kids because it's so easy especially as an empath who's also a parent to just want to like make all the boo-boos go away and like, let me, let me just suck up all the bad juju and, and like, let me kiss it better. And, and that's, that's sometimes often not healthy uh, for those of us who are taking it. And, and also it doesn't necessarily serve the, the, the people who are um, kind of, you know, giving of their um, more low vibing energy um, or who are, are kind of feeding off, off your high vibes. Um, So even when it is someone that you love and are very much linked to spiritually, again, such as in a very intimate relationship, like with a child or a partner, um, there is still a call for us to be at our best, which is as high vibing as we can be as um, energetically solid so that we can continue to um be at our best spiritually physically mentally etc um so there there are a couple different methods um again it's, it sounds sounds a bit sort of cut and dry but you know <laughs> like, so um but there's much to be said for something as simple as a, a routine or a daily practice where before yeah. you leave the house in the morning or even before you get out of the bed, centering and aligning and whether that's visualizing your aura or visualizing through your um, your third eye or your crown chakra, white light coming in just to 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 really set yourself up before you are even out there, before you are yeah. even making the kids lunches or whatever it is, like really, you know, where you need to be. So like Michelle, when you're like, where does it start for you in the morning? How does this, how does this look for you?
1: Oh God, in the morning, I'm a hot
0: mess. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I'm a hot mess. Uh, wake up. at. I, I all... <laughs> so me, I, I usually start, well, in the morning, just as I, I always start with, um, my gratitude note so i i kind of go through what i'm grateful for in my life my daughter my husband a home a car um my practice my friends like i'll just make a quick list of how how what i'm grateful for and that kind of sets me off on a good note for the day what i do is i do my cleansing and my uh or cleanse the night before and there's a couple of okay. things depending on what I, who I've interacted with. Because most of the time, my interactions are very limited to who I talk to on the computer. And then sometimes I, my whole day is people, people, people. And then I get overwhelmed. But the night before, before I go to bed, and Nancy, she's from Astrology Angel Mediums. Her name is Astrology Angel Mediums on Instagram. She's amazing. If you don't follow her, go follow her. She taught me one thing way in the beginning of my spiritual journey, where if you imagine yourself being encased in a bubble of white light, usually for me it's a white light, but you can pick up on what light you need. Sometimes it's pink, sometimes it's green, sometimes it's red. And you encase yourself in this white light, and you imagine yourself kind of clearing whatever energy is no longer serving you. And then expanding this white light. And I also start expanding my white light in my bedroom. I'll include my husband, my daughter, and then I'll include the house, I'll include my friends, and it just keeps expanding over and over. And I feel like that's my way of kind of taking an energetic shower of sorts. So it's just kind of my way of just clearing energy that no longer serves me and it's not there for the the right reason. If I'm having a really heavy day, My favorite thing to use is uh, Palo Santo or Holy Wood. And that is just as an FYI for those who are not familiar with it. And even if you are, Palo Santo is a, if you are watching this on YouTube, you can kind of see the stick that I'm holding. It's a very strong smelling wood that has been used by shamans in um, South America. It's a... it's also used in the Catholic churches, which is really cool. But it's used to clear low, I hate to say the word negative, low vibes, I guess is the right word to yeah. say, to kind of clear your space. And it has a very strong, sweet, citrusy smell. Um, you could, if you're interested in purchasing some or didn't see what it looks like, you can go to my website at rememberlovehealing.com and you can see the pictures. There's more information on it there. But burning it really gives me a sense of calm. And it also helps me clear the energy in my physical space. So I'll cleanse my office. I'll cleanse. See, this is going into like a whole other tangent. Clean (laughs) underneath my bed, behind the doors where I know energy tends to be stagnant. A lot of people do not think about that. Like energy is not really going through the back of the door. Energy is not really going under the bed. So I focus on places where the energy tends not to move as much. And that really gives me a sense of peace. And then you can go into crystals, which is like a whole other space. Which I'll save it for right now because I'm not going to take up half of the. No, no, but
0: I no, but truly, <laughs> really, I mean, for for the for for the purposes of this conversation, um, you know, there, and 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 generally for for those of us who who work with crystals, I think it's fair to say that. You may have in mind a particular crystal that is, is really going to help you on on a day, or you might look at your sort of buffet or altar and, say, you know, just feel drawn to one. But I do feel like, for me, just like my, like the most crystal clear quartz crystals are the ones that I tend, are, are generally my go-to for, for cleansing. However, I do have this just gorgeous chunk of smoky quartz that I... Uh, I like, <laughs> you know, and, and, and it's just like, there's something about that. And, and the smoky quartz is a, is a, mine at least is a, is a very deep gray. And it kind of, it kind of sits in my, my paw. I'd run and get it, but that, that would like wreck the video. But anyway, like, um, and it's, it, and, and so there's something very kind of like dense and, and heavy, but also the color, it just, and it, it, I can literally, I can literally feel it just sucking in. And just kind yeah. of like clearing some of the the, the lower energies um, out of my field, and it's um, yeah. So so yes, I mean we have we have 800 million things yeah, to say yeah. about crystals. That is that is coming. But um, is, well, smoky quartz. Just before you you go
1: off the smoky quartz because that's my <laughs> jam. I'm actually wearing <laughs> earrings, smoky quartz earrings, a smoky quartz necklace. I have my smoky quartz stone. It is for those who are first getting into crystals. And usually the main question I get when, they, when they're when they interested is how can I protect myself from negative energies? That's 99% of the time when somebody gets into crystals. That is the question that I get. And for those who are interested in crystals, smoky quartz is your premier grounding stone. It is a very protective stone. It transmutes almost unlimited amounts of negative energy also negative energy from yourself because let's be real we're not all love and light all the time <laughs> and we are not about spiritual bypassing either sometimes we just have a messed up day and we feel like doo-doo and we're just going to wreak havoc on whoever crosses our paths. it happens right so smoky quartz also protects you from your own negative vibe it kind of clears it out so it gives you that breathing space to say, oh, you know what? I'm kind of being a B-I-T-H. I should probably <laughs> chill out for a little bit and, and give myself that breathing room. So Smoky Quartz, if you ever, if you want to get into crystals and you want that stone to help you with your negative vibes or lower vibes or want somebody or want a stone to transmute a negative energy, whether it be from your coworkers or whatever, go to the Smoky Quartz. And it's abundance. You can find it in so many places and you could wear it you can have a large stone next to your bed. It works with your root chakra. Like, I'm happy that you mentioned it because that is – that's the go-to. I no, but it is – like, uh-huh. well,
0: well, yeah, let me let me just hop on Amazon. So um, <laughs> no, but it is – you know, and, and it's, it's interesting too because there are some practices that you can do that are definitely more, um, let's say, active. I, like yeah. – um, I too, am a big Palo Santo person, so it, there's there's uh, there's a lot, you know. But but that is a very, um, I don't want to say involved, but you know, when you're trying to make dinner, you can't bust out your your smudging, you know, like it just that that it's I not agree. always you realistic. <laughs> <laughs> it a, it you know, on, but if you're just almost ready, give me five minutes. <laughs> all right, well, all right. So like so like at school with the other with the other parents at pickup, you know, uh, as you're as you're like smudging, you might get a couple weird looks. If you're just very like I I I also look here's my quartz necklace made by Remember Love you may you may you may have heard of it um and Yay. and like this is a I don't want to say passive it's not passive but there are things that you can do to protect and cleanse your energy that are kind of working for you and you don't like again you you pop the crystal by your bed or under your pillow or in your bra ladies and it's like
1: careful not to drop it once you take your bra off at the middle
0: of the night <laughs> don't forget. That. PSA, don't drop it. it. (laughs) Um, You know, and then, and then there are some things that, that you can do that are, that are entirely in your head, makes it sound a little, you know, but there are some things that are entirely visualization based. Um, One of my near daily practices involves walking my, my kids to school. So every, every weekday, every school day, I, I go with them and, um i i have my animal guides like and this sounds very disney princess so like bear with me for those of you who aren't who aren't used to or into yet yet working with animals yes. um but i as i'm kind of walking with my children um i literally picture um whatever whatever protective animals um are are needed or warranted that day wolf is a particularly good one um that's kind of an a really archetypal protector um a- across across a lot of different um um Practices, whether it, North American, South American. Anyway, the w- wolf is is a really good one, but sometimes it can be as simple as a, a a dog or 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 another animal that that you feel would be grounding and protective and helpful. And I, I can watch my kids walk to school and know that they are going to be protected because I've asked these spirit guides, this 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 energy to come and. And help them on a particular day, and and as an adult too, I do that. I was, um, long story short, we don't have that much time. Um, but I I had a I had a, a mountain lion come to me in a dream about a week ago, and she bit me. <laughs> when they bite you, that's when you know you really have to pay attention. And so she's been she's been hanging around with me this week, and I actually had kind of a, a feeling or a vision when I was in a yoga class earlier um, this week where she kind of. you know know how like a cat will like nuzzle you and she kind of she was kind of like holding me up and again there was kind of like a, a protective like almost parental energy of just like literally holding me up and um you know so so it doesn't have to be something physical like a smudging stick or or a crystal and it doesn't even have to be something um that you do every single day it can be very in the moment or you know, I had this vision in a dream where I was surrounded by blue and white flame. Use that like, you know, uh, these are, these are messages that are, that are coming and they, they, they are available. These, you, your guides, your guides want to help you and they they want, they want to give you this information. And um, again, it can be, it can be something that's very just in the moment and you have this kind of like flash of a, a vision that you had in a dream three weeks ago. And, you know, and so really... I think what I'm trying to say is there are so many things that can be cleansing and protective. um, And however you go about that is as long as, as long as you feel your vibe raised and you feel better, that's, that's pretty much, that's pretty much what you need. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, yes, that's, that's it. We're done. And thank you for joining us. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's it. That was it. <laughs> no, I do. I, I wanted to <laughs> echo what Rachel said about your spirit guides being there and wanting to help you. They are constantly reaching out. And whether you hear them or not, they're constantly sending messages, be it through wind, flowers, an animal that you're constantly seeing, uh, repeated, uh, repetitive dreams or like. Repetitive numbers, that's a huge thing. Or a crystal that you're constantly seeing. As a matter of fact, yesterday, you're going to find this hilarious. As I was driving my daughter to school, I look over on this, the, the median, and it's a raised median, and there was a pile of stones. And in the middle, if I, I could have gotten out of the car, I would have, was a, a piece of uh, orange calcite in what? the rubble yes here out of all places right so i'm like okay and i i'm like can i get out of the car am i supposed to get out of the car <laughs> am i gonna get arrested like i, I couldn't get the stone because the light had turned green i was i, mean, I was making a right and heaven forbid if i don't make the right when the light turns green then it was sitting there in the middle of this pile of rocks i've heard people that have purchased like uh, bags of soil and a crystal will pop out of the bag yeah. of the soil. So, I mean, listen to the messages. Sometimes they're going to be so abundantly clear that you're like, okay, I can't ignore this. But a lot of the times it's for your own good. And if you feel that at the moment you are, your energy, energy reserves are being depleted or you just are having this like bad luck week, don't think it's negative energy either or some, or you something that you've done wrong. Sometimes there are lessons within those bad moments and try to really look into that. But as far as energy-wise, making sure that you are vibrating at your best for your best, your highest good, um, you have a list of things that you can do. So Rachel mentioned crystals. Uh, One popular, one of the most popular thing in uh, North America is smudging with sage. And smudging with sage, there is an ethical... Read read my sage. mind. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah. please.
1: Why don't please you speak about that more because I feel like you're more into that side of. I don't use sage. I I, I don't like the smell, personally. It, it's
0: it's definitely uh, yes. I mean, cer- certainly w- when you are smudging using using different plants and materials is going. I mean, so yes, like at 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 a very baseline. There's certainly a, um, you know, you, you'll find what's right for you. That yeah. said, um, we've talked a bit about things like cultural appropriation, um, I think maybe in our first or second podcast, and there's a whole another there's a whole nother level there, but something else that we need to keep in mind um, when we are building our spiritual practice is whether the the crystals that we're working with are ethically sourced. I mean, I think a lot about diamonds, like the, the, you know, for those oh, of us yeah. who are di- yeah, the diamonds that, the di- that, that is another crystal. Where, where is, where are these being sourced? How are the people who are mining being treated? And sage, um, white sage specifically, um, has a lot of, things to keep in mind in terms of sourcing in terms of the availability uh not every plant is just abundant and for us to take forever um yeah so um we'll we'll keep it minimal and i will get off my soapbox quickly just just for time today but white sage is not something that is just magically available for all of us to i mean n- nothing is all resources on uh, earth yeah. are infinite and, and we should be we we should be giving thanks even for the things that are a bit more abundant and oh, oh god don't get me started on water okay right so anyway <laughs> white white like right so, going. <laughs> so, um from an environmental and and ethical sourcing perspective please be mindful if you if 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 choosing to smudge is one of your spiritual practices that is awesome keep in mind that there are certain um plants that may be a better choice and in fact certainly are when it comes to white sage so um please please do um do a bit of research on that and make sure that whatever path you're choosing and whatever practices you engage in are not just helping you raise your vibes, but raise the collective vibes and the vibes of Mother Earth who sustains us all. Thank Thank you for coming. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Thank you so much for I I think that is to go off on a little tangent before we go on to our our mid-show break, there are a lot of um, items that are readily available unfortunately for those who are trying to discover their path palo santo is one of them i mentioned it before holywood you have to have ethically sourced holywood it's trees it's a piece of wood and there's not trees that are available everywhere there are laws in a lot of these countries uh, ecuador especially where you can't cut the tree for the wood you actually have to only procure the wood from fallen trees or fallen branches, and you have to show proof that this tree has been dead. Like there are laws that go with it. One other one that I wanted to mention before we go is Avalon shells. And this is something, ah. saying it right? Avalon? Yes. I think it's called okay.
0: ab- Abalone? Abalon?
1: Abalone? Abalon? <laughs> Abalon? Like you Abalon. a Abalon. I don't know i'm sorry <laughs> english is not my first language so, so that's yeah i don't we don't yes but the, the large the large shells. shells the large pretty shells so i and i didn't know this at all and this and this is my and this was a learning lesson for me i mislabeled i mislabeled a shell that's available on my site these are pearl shells if you're watching me on if you're watching us on youtube and you can see this it's used to catch the ashes of uh, sage and frankincense, or whatever you're burning. So these are actual pearl shells that are harvested here and used, and then they're tossed out. These are not abalone shells, but I I think these are just called pearl shells, if I'm not mistaken. And you can find them everywhere. want abalone, abalone shells are not. They're actually an endangered species. And mm. there are rescue and they are um, organizations that are set out to protect these animals because that's what they are. They are living animals. And what a lot of people are doing because they are so trendy and they're beautiful. They, are, they have some of those beautiful rainbowy, pearly striations that are harvesting them and then selling them on places like Etsy or on, on um, Amazon and stuff like that. And you could see the difference is that they have, I believe it's four or five holes. They're reading holes on the actual shelf. Yep. Yeah. So you could see like, once you see them, you know, that's what it is. So I got a very upset email from a customer saying, I cannot believe you're selling this. And me doing the research. I'm like, Oh my God, I, I mislabeled. This is not what it is. But thank you for teaching me because I had no idea. I honestly had no idea that they were endangered. So, Whenever you do buy something that is from Mother Earth, just be mindful of where it's coming from. Yeah. And yes, as much as we want to protect our energy and as much as we, want, we are like gung-ho on our spiritual path and ready to pick up all these tools that are going to help us, be mindful of the effect that it has long-term on, on Pachamama, on our planet, on Gaia, Mother Earth, whatever you want to refer her as.
0: Yes. Yes. Um- so we are going to take a very quick break. Uh, when we get back, we are going to talk a little bit about some practices that we can do to protect our energy and cleanse our energy. I guess kind of after the fact, you know, when you run into the co-worker, when you get home from work um, and and um, and how we can how we can take care of ourselves in those times. So um, I'm Rachel on Instagram at cottage on wolf lane and i'm here with michelle i'm michelle and you can find me on instagram at remember love or you can find me
1: online at rememberlovehealing.com cool. we'll
0: be back. hi everybody welcome back to the spilling the tea leaves podcast with rachel and michelle we have been chatting, a- Yay! <laughs> We've been chatting a bit about protecting and cleansing or clearing our energies. We've talked about when you might consider doing that. We've talked a bit about crystals and calling on your guides, whether they be animal or otherwise, to help you um, in your, your daily practice and in some of those situations. But what we want to focus on for the second half of the The series today is some things that you can do after you've been in the meeting, after you've had your long day at work, after you put the kids to bed, how are you really just coming back into yourself and feeling those rich, warm, blankety, good vibes that you want to Mm -hmm. feel right? Like, you know, like a, like a weighted blanket. And it's just, yes, like those, those like really good. I mean, you like, no, really. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of us can relate to the kind of feeling of, of, of high energy and, and good vibes. And that, that is exactly how you want to feel after you do some of the practices we're going to, we're going to talk a bit about today. And I really want to start with one that is, very near and dear to my heart i called i called michelle one day about a year or so ago i had had an encounter with someone whom i care very deeply for but who comes with their own special brand of energy um and and i had i had i had run into this person and was having a really hard time disconnecting i mean and i felt I, I, I felt, God, God, I mean, just reliving it, I, I, I can feel the tension. And I called Michelle and it, it was sort of a, please talk me out of the tree. What can I do right in this moment in my car to, to, to get myself back? I actually felt a little shattered in a way. So I would really like Michelle to tell you guys how to, to do what she helped me through.
1: So um, I think on the second or third episode, we talked about energetic cords. Whenever you have an intense connection with somebody, be it positive or negative, we all have X's in our lives. I'm just going to use as an example. (laughs) Hypothetically speaking. (laughs) Hypothetically speaking. If you have an X, that's like stalking your whatever. Anyway. Excuse me. Sometimes we do develop, uh, not sometimes, all the time, we develop these deep connections with somebody, like a cord. If you are visualizing a a thick cord connecting to this person. And sometimes, whether it be a positive or negative goodbye, we still have this connection. Hence why sometimes we're all dreaming of our ex-partners. If we're dreaming of that friend that we no longer speak to, um, sometimes you have to mentally and physically sometimes, if it helps, cut that cord. So imagining from your solar plexus or about two, or three inches above your body button, this energy or this cord that goes to the other person. And if you need to do scissor fingers to do it, do your scissor fingers. And imagine cutting that cord with that person and saying, I release you, you're... Releasing this person. Um, I'm cutting this cord that no longer serves me. I and wish him the best. A variation of those words, or whatever you want to say, don't curse the person out and send them to Hades. Just lovingly release that connection with that person. Sometimes that's not enough for some people. Um, sometimes you do need a deeper ritual for the person's sake. Sometimes that connection is so strong. And if you feel that's not enough, do a ceremony, I do a whole ritual with what you have at home. If you want to light a candle and write the person's name on a piece of paper and burn the name and say, I I release the connection that we have with each other. I release what's bonding us and I wish you the best of luck and just release that person, burn it. Some people put their, I should probably not say this if I'm not too familiar with it, but if somebody wants to clarify, send us a message or put a comment in. I've seen people put a name on a piece of paper Put it in a cup of water and freeze it. Okay. And that kind of freezes the person out. Oh. Again, I'm not very, fam- yeah. That, I'm not very familiar with that ritual. It's not something I do, but I've heard a lot of people do that. They will put the person's name in a cup, put the cup in the freezer, and it freezes. It literally freezes that person out of your face. Right. It's interesting. Cool. And I dig that. Yeah. Right. But sometimes. You might need to do that several times, the cutting of the energetic cord to doing the ritual. You might need to do that several times because sometimes that connection is strong and sometimes it grows back together because you're thinking about them they're thinking about you and you are connected in whatever space there is that we can't see. So you might have to do that several times or figure out why the F am I still like what lesson or what is it that I need to learn from this person that. I had that my head has not gotten yet. But for the most part, cutting that energetic cord with that person should really help clear some of that space, that negative space, or that low vibing space in your head. And, and it helps you not have that gut wrenching reaction when you see yes.
0: it. Yes. Yes. Well, and I think to, to expound a bit on something that you just said, there there may not be a way whether because it's a coworker or your father-in-law or whatever there there may there may not be a way for you to avoid this person or completely and literally cut them out of your life so what this practice does is gives you some some kind of psychic distance and and michelle talked about you know, kind of giving you like some sort of breathing room or taking, taking some of the intense energy out so that you can then look at the relationship or the person and say, what, what is it? What, what am, what am I here to learn? Why, why is this coming up for me now? Where, where is the the buried treasure underneath all this BS that I'm dealing with from my coworker Lorraine or whatever? Yeah. Like, you know, there's, there's usually a gift for us in situations that are that are challenging. Um, we may not be ready uh, to to accept or energetically able to deal with it because sometimes it can be just too energetically much so yeah. this practice is not necessarily meant to completely remove that person from your life. This practice and a lot of the other things we talk about are to support and protect yourself so that you can decide how you want to proceed so that you can decide where your boundaries are and what is appropriate. And, and, and for you to be confident in who you are and, and proceed further in that way. Um, Yeah.
1: And one thing before we move on real quick, sometimes, There are lessons to be learned as to why this is a type of relationship I'm having with this person. And if for some reason that person disappears and you have not learned your lesson, I guarantee you, (laughs) you're going to have a person similar to that come into your life because the universe is going to keep going until you figure (laughs) out what you need to fix. So if you guys are really just looking for a quick fix, like, I'm done. I don't want to deal with this. I'm good. Goodbye. You're going to get it back. Somebody else in another shape or form is going to come into your life with the same energy or a set of functions or dysfunctions until you learn your lesson. So, (laughs) figure it out now before it comes back like 10 times worse. You're like, oh my God, this was so much better. (laughs) So, just give this is like Rachel said it is to give you that breathing. So you can kind of step back and say, why is it that I am feeling this way around this person? And why is this having such an effect on me? And sometimes you just just need to cut it. Like sometimes that energetic cord cutting is probably just enough. And other times it's not. And if it's not, you need to look at why that's not enough. Why you keep having the reoccurring dreams with this person. Why do you keep having these themes that are continuing to come around that this person carries? Like figure it out guys
0: yeah all right it's yes that that said that said (laughs) another another really therapeutic in in every kind of sense of the word practice that i love is salt baths salt is (laughs) a crystal and it is very cleansing if you if you find that pink Himalayan salt does it for you, or even like Epsom or like magnesium salts can be really just oh god, they can like help your muscles just melt. So chuck that in the bathtub, light some candles, rose petals, just really allow yourself. I mean, there's something that that is literally cleansing about a bath or a shower. Um, you know, so so to for you to come again, to really come into yourself from a sensory perspective and to incorporate salt, salt water is cleansing, whether it's tears or ocean water, or just getting yourself a nice hot bath at the end of the day, you emerge cleansed. And and again, I mean that in, in every sense of the word in this particular (laughs) practice. Um, and, And it is, it's, it's such a, it's such a simple thing, you know, and, and like for as much as we laugh about, oh yeah, self-care, take a bubble bath, but, (laughs) but, but truly, I mean, and I remember there, there was a, there was a time in my life where I did all of my, I, I refer to my discussions with spirit in, in, in the myriad forms in which spirit visits me, um, as communing. So your word might be praying, your word might be tapping into, um, there was a time in my life where I did 100% of my communing in the bathtub. And it was like, I was in a womb and I was Mm -hmm. talking to my mother, uh, my mother goddess Gaia again, like whatever words you're comfortable with, but there is something very, you know, I mean, it is, it's, it's it's womb like it's there's, there's a, a beautiful sense of just being, enveloped and cared for when you are yeah. surrounded especially if it is salt water um, and that is a beautiful cleansing supportive practice that, that you can do at the end of your day or you know like on a, on a weekend whenever, whenever you can um, it's and oh my god does it feel good I mean like <laughs> take a
1: bath right now oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm planning my bath today yes no math I mean that's more than likely FYI or TMI whatever most (laughs) of the messages that I answered are while I'm in the bath because it's true it is like that safe space my best ideas come in the bath I'm like ooh, and then I write down my phone my husband hates me because I take my phone into the bathtub with me and I'm there for like an hour I was like leave me alone this is my time I'm speaking to my, my, I have a a spirit guide and his name is Charlie and Charlie is like my business manager, sort of. And Charlie wears a suit and he (laughs) has a big say in what, how I manage my work and Charlie's idea, Charlie's the idea behind the podcast, whatever. But it's some of the best have come from that bath, like some, from being centered and just having – and it also has to do with having no other um, uh, distractions, right? It's like the lights yep. are low. There's no people talking to you. It's just you and your thoughts, and it's it's refreshing. So if you – I'm sorry for those that don't have baths. Sometimes it's just no, a but,
0: shower. but – But listen, stick with two. me. Right, so – how many how many of us are on Reddit? I I I love Reddit. Like there's just so much Let wacky it. stuff. If you're not already yeah. following shower thoughts, um and it's, it's <laughs> well no, but like no, no, listen, hear is me out, right? Like, but no, it
1: is. Yeah, right, that, right?
0: Okay, yes. So so for those for people uh for people listening who are not Redditors, there is an entire oh. what's called subreddit. So like there Reddit Reddit just has everything going on and then there are different sort of groups within reddit and there's one group that is entirely just shower thoughts and it's these absolutely bonkers slash brilliant ideas that hit you in the shower and in this particular context they are not necessarily spiritual most of them are just really hilarious or insightful however this is one of those kind of muggle muggle world representations of something that we're talking about like. It's it, it is you you get these flashes of insight when you are in the shower or in the bathtub because there's a sort of like safe, empty, warm, supportive space for you to receive. And whether that is something that is hilarious and you want to like pop on Reddit for everybody else to read or whether that is Charlie or whatever guide coming through and helping you manage your business i mean that's so it's funny like yeah i mean like shower thoughts is hilarious and and it's it's i i I love seeing the kind of muggle world um representations of things that that we talk about here like it's it's really striking to me that there are there are people who who are who are already doing this and to take your spiritual practice just one step further, like just next time you're in the shower or bath, just, just kind of put it out there and say, listen, I'm, I'm open. I'm here. I I would love, I would love to hear from you. And, and nothing may come. Sometimes it doesn't. I mean, like, Hey, sometimes, sometimes it doesn't. Are you going (laughs) to sneeze? Sometimes you just sneeze. And life goes on. Um, you know, but, but, a, but a lot of times just, you know, just opening up. And like for me, it's like, hey, look, I'm, I'm here. I'd, I'd love to connect. I'm, I'm going to be sitting in the bathtub for like another 20 minutes. So I'm, I'm yeah, open.
1: It's, it's, uh, it's, I mean, showers and salt baths are great to relieve energy. For those that don't have baths, showers are Great as well to just visually remove all the gunk off the bad energy, the bad days. Just visually having the shower, the water fall down on you, and and helping you kind of release everything that is not not serving you. Because sometimes, yes, a salt bath is not. Uh, we're not also lucky to have a bath. My bath sucks, FYI. <laughs> so. <laughs> I it's like a quick one and then or quick ish when I can and then sometimes I I wish I could just lay out with like petals and the thing but the thing is like a shallow dish in our home but if you are lucky enough to have a very deep comfy shower do do the crystal thing the salt salt salt. you you can also put crystals in your bath FYI everybody um if you do you can put like a crystal elixir that's the other one okay Crystal Elixir is a, um, I can't believe I didn't, I completely forgot about that one. A Crystal Elixir, if you grab, I'm trying to look for mine, it's not here, a clear or any spray bottle, make sure it doesn't have anything like bleach or anything in it, clean spray bottle, and you put in your favorite crystals, make sure they are hydro-loving crystals, not hydrophobic. So if it ends in ITE, like selenite, fluorite, calcite, labradorite even has cracks. Um, carnelian is one that will completely get ruined. Don't put them in water because they will disintegrate. Yes, don't put carnelian in water. It'll expose the already naturally occurring cracks and it will just disintegrate. It will uh, fall apart. But stuff like rose quartz, amethyst, clear coats, smoky quartz, if you put that in water... Sometimes you can just meditate over it. That's enough. If you want to put it um, against moonlight, if you want to bless it, whatever way you want to do it. And if you could use spring water or as fresh as water as you can get, use that to raise the energy in your home. So if you don't want to smudge, if you don't want to sage, but you got water, a bottle and a crystal, use that to spray (laughs) around your home. It's easy. If you have essential oils, if you have a favorite smell mm. that you prefer, I like lavender. I put a couple drops of lavender, and I'll spray under my daughter's bed. I'll spray in the living room. Or when guests leave, sometimes we have people that we're like, Ugh, I can't believe. <laughs> I'll spray it around the door, focus on the door, and just make sure that the energy leaves. So crystal elixirs are a huge thing. In the same way, you can use a crystal in the bathtub. So clear quartz is like a uh a blank slate clear quartz is like the Mm. mother healer you can in you could meditate or pray or speak to it or love it or put your intention on that crystal so if you say i just absolutely want to relax and remove anything that no longer serves me speak it into the crystal pop it in your bath leave it there for a couple minutes and then you jump into the bath and enjoy Mm. that energy it would program. The water and it will help you release what or do whatever that it is that you're asking for it to do. So, crystal elixir uh, crystals and water, when it's safe to do, work very, very well together. So, crystal bath, crystal elixir is another way to help you bring yourself back to center. Cool, yeah, yeah. Is there another one that you use? Is there another way that you send your energy?
0: A lot of times just sitting at my altar and a lot of us don't even have the space for an altar necessarily. So it could be as simple as just sitting wherever feels safe and supportive and good, whether that's outside your bedroom, um, just a, 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 any place you feel good and just Centering and cleansing. I mean, this this could be on the the train home from from work or whatever, and really, really coming into yourself. And and there's a, I mean, just the, al- aligning and feeling your breath. Um, and and breath breath itself can be so cleansing. I mean, just just to really? just to to take to take some deep breaths and remind yourself that. That you that you are okay, you are supported. No matter what's no matter what's going on out here. I'm not saying the situation's going to be okay. What I am saying is that all of us have access to spiritual support and all of us are at a spiritual level, spiritual level loved and have available to us breath. As long as we are still here on this earthly plane, yeah. just to connect with your breath can be so refreshing and cleansing and and it's and it's a simple practice and, and a lot of times it's i don't want to say overlooked but um even just to check in and make sure that your breaths are, are deep and and to, to breathe into those those places in your body that that might need a little extra love today it's it's a simple it's a simple but really effective way to kind of get some of the cobwebs out and get some of that um, funk of the day just out and off and you know and if it helps you to visualize a color if it helps you to have a mantra with that um, again it's you know it's and and what worked for you yesterday might not work tomorrow and you know today today an om might be enough and tomorrow it might be a inhale the good shit exhale the bullshit like you know every day yeah but something as simple as really connecting with your breath, allowing the exhale to just take everything that doesn't serve you out. Can And if sometimes,
1: no, if sometimes that doesn't, because I cannot shut up in my head. (laughs) I have a really big problem. So what I do, for those that are like me, is I go onto YouTube it's free, y'all. Or if you have iTunes, there's our couple or other podcasts. There are other podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, I I can't think of one particular one right now that do sort of guided meditations. Yeah. That do. I'm I'm sort of an auditory person. Sometimes I need somebody to talk me off the ledge. Where I'm, I'll have a day that's just full of anxiety, and I just can't for whatever the life of me is shut up. Uh, guided meditations. Work, and it gives you the opportunity to disconnect from the other noise or the other sounds, and just kind of go inwards. And it'll help you learn how to breathe, take those deep breaths, and it'll call out certain spots in your body that you need to check on. um And it gives you a moment just to breathe. You can do it at your desk if you're at home or at your work. If you're don't do it while you're driving. If you're on a train pop in your headsets and check in, like Rachel said, take that breath and a guided meditation can also work if you're not there yet. Cause there are a lot of people are not there. You call it monkey True. brain where you can't, you can't, sometimes you cannot physically stop thinking about everything that you have to do or as something that happened, like your brain cannot do it. And that gives you the opportunity to kind of bring you down and talk you down True. a little bit and gives you the opportunity to learn how to breathe. Another thing on YouTube that I wanted to mention before, cause we're almost out of time. There are videos um, called, if you look up sho- like chakra cleansing videos, um, they work on a frequency. It's like almost like a frequency therapy. And the okay. theory behind that was, and please excuse me if this is incorrect, where radio stations used to work at a certain frequency. Um, especially um, when they play classical music. Classical music is made at a different frequency. And the frequency that radials are, uh, are broadcasting now tends to be disruptive oh. to your brain. So when you see this frequency play out, um, you can visually see it, how certain frequencies don't look as nice as others. It affects you... Even when you're, I don't listen to the radio anymore. I don't listen to the radio, like radio stations because it's stress. And I don't know why it stresses me out. Like if there's something about them. I'm like, oh, it must be the commercials or something that you, you're kind of driving almost in, in like this weird panic. And you, you think you can get satisfied by purchasing something or going out. It's like, oh, I'm going to go to the mall or I'm going to order something. Mm-hmm. It just works in a way that's disruptive to you. So there's certain YouTube videos that work at, at a, Almost like a healing rate. So, like four thirty-two megahertz is one of the healing frequencies. Um, I think the other one is five hundred eight. But if there are you go a bunch, YouTube,
0: though.
1: There are a bunch. Yeah. yeah. If you go on YouTube and you look, and you if you Google uh, or if you search chakra cleansing videos, they'll come up, and you'll see them. And and that works too in kind of clearing out, like Rachel said, some of the cobwebs or some of the spaces that are kind of creaky or, or you feel are not vibing right. I like to listen to it while I'm working. It gives me a nice space to work as well because my, my brain would be like in a nice space. It's either that or Real Housewives of whatever. <laughs> They're not that good for working. Sorry. But that does help as well. Um, sound bowls is something like a meditation bowl is something that also helps clear out the energy, I use that to clear crystals sometimes as well. And that does help with chakras. Certain samples will resonate well with you, others don't. So, before you buy one online, I highly recommend that you actually test the sound to see if it helps, if it m- mashes with you. You look it. Yeah. Okay? Yes. No, 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 no,
0: but no, but it's, yeah, yeah. No, but yeah, I mean, but it literally, like, you have to find what literally resonates. Like, Oh my god, yes, thank you. And we're done. <laughs> <laughs> like, Literally you know.
1: Resonates.
0: Yeah, like, you know, some someone clanging a dinner bell isn't going to be cleansing in the same way necessarily that a a beautiful Tibetan singing bowl would. Exactly. Right. I mean, so so play around and yes, you know, like yes. you know, this, you know, this healing frequency might feel better for you. And again, w- what felt good yesterday might not be exactly what is needed today. Um, yeah, it's, but it's fun. I mean, there, there are so many, there are so many things that you can do to, to feel good and, and to, to get your energy back to where you yeah. want it to be. So it's absolutely yeah. walking barefoot
1: outside. Yeah. Oh, yes. And I hope that this grass
0: like my my hope my hope for today is that is that and like you know we talked about like being wrapped in a blanket like i i hope i hope that these i hope that one or two or all of these practices really helps um you know just that that sense of just feeling feeling good like and yeah, loved yeah. and just hugged in a way like yeah, I, 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 I just, I wish, I wish that for everybody. So, oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I think, I think we're coming to the end. This is the end. Um, if there are ways that you guys cleanse that we did not touch on or a way that we are not familiar with, let us know. Uh, shoot us an email at spillingthetealeaves at gmail.com. We want to learn every way to spiritual cleanse. Because sometimes, I mean, Rachel and I don't know everything. I mean, maybe the water, freezing the water is not right, which I think it is. I don't know. If I'm incorrect, (laughs) shoot me an email, too. If we are wrong or you completely disagree with us, send us an email. If you love us, great. If you hate us, don't be us (laughs) Try to be nice. Try to be nice. Try to be kind. Uh, So, yeah, that is the end of our Spilling the Tea Leaves podcast. You can find us on YouTube. As soon as we're done editing, we'll go ahead and put this on YouTube. You can also find us anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts, including Spotify. We are now on Stitcher. Yay! Yay. Um, iTunes, CastBox, Podbean. Uh, if, like I said, if you have any questions, please leave us a comment on where you listen to your favorite podcast. Sharing the podcast really helps us a lot as well. So if you can share it wherever you listen, um, give us a heart, give us a like, give us a subscribe, give us love, as much love, because we like love. I like hearts. I like the likes. I like the follows. (laughs) Go ahead and do that. Um, And we are going to be on Patreon soon. We are working on what to offer as far as tiers. So if you have any suggestions, please let us know.
0: Yes. And we're
1: done. Again, my name is Michelle. You can find me on Instagram at Remember Love. Uh, you can also find me online at RememberLoveHealing.com. It is a new website. Remember Love Jewelry still works, but I feel like this one fits a little better. And Rachel,
0: yeah, uh, I'm on Instagram at Cottage on Wolf Lane. You can DM me or send me a, a carrier pigeon with a little note. That'd be cool too. I would dig that. Um, <laughs> I said to. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. So again, if you have any questions, feel free to send us a message. Our website will be up soon. We are still working on it. We do have multiple responsibilities, and if I could just lock myself in my office all day, that would be nice too. But I it's can. a process.
0: It, it's a process. a process.
1: Everything is a process. So we will see you next time. Um, yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.